Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture hold hands, sit on a park bench, and gaze off into the sunset thinking about their day and the next day when they're going to go to the farmer's market and uh, buy dried fruit because dried fruit is delicious. I have no idea what I'm talking about tonight, so (laughs) we're going to just talk about the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself because with me, as always, he is the best at being the worst. It's Steve-O Supremo. Ba-weeb, grano-weeb, ninny-bon, everybody. I knew he was going to say that. I well, said it because Tony can't hit me from here. Well, that's true. <laughs> very true. Steven, have, have I ever hit you? Uh, you've thrown scissors at me. Okay, but have I ever hit you? <laughs> well, you're, you're a pretty bad throw, so you did not hit me with the scissors. Yeah, but have, have I ever struck you with a you, with an open or closed hand? You randomly punch me in a, in a big brotherly sort of way. Okay, well, that's allowed. Uh, she is salty, and she is sweet, and she's conveniently pocket-sized. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. Hello! Hi. Jackie, the other day, you always say at the end of the show, you always say... Bye. I was on a Zoom meeting today, a professional adult Zoom meeting. (laughs) And at the end of it, I went, bye. (laughs) And I felt like I owed you a dollar. I don't know. (laughs) I was going to say, if anything, you owe my sister Hannah a dollar because she does that and I stole that from her. There you go. So secondhand thievery. Uh, he is often imitated, but never successfully duplicated. It's the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hola. Coming to us live from his bathroom tonight. Oh, is that what, is that what I sound like? It's a I little sh- echoey. 100% little echoey. what you sound like. I'm, I'm in my bedroom. You're, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very small. It's, it's it's not small, big, and it has a toilet in it. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> His entire room is made of any, porcelain. <laughs> any any room in your house could be a bedroom if you sleep in it. I like my bedroom. It has the oven in it, and then the refrigerator. It's great. Uh, anyway, he's uh, not pushing any buttons tonight, but he is still the smartest guy I know. Our own resident genius, Nick the Engineer. Hello. Hi hi. And uh, we are short a Puerto Rican tonight. So since we are short one lady, we decided to bring in one short lady all the way from the Garden State. Would you please welcome back to the Nerd of God cast, the lovely Tori Line. Tori! Yo! <laughs> Tori, welcome back. It's been uh, it's been a minute. How you been, kid? I've been all right. I've been chilling. Vibing, as the kids say, I think. <laughs> do, do they say that? They do. So. As they... My area. As they eat their uh, Dunkaroos and use their slap bracelets. <laughs> Drinking a nice cold Ecto Cooler. Kids right. these days and all their shenanigans. Okay. Yeah. So Tori, for those that for those of you guys that don't know Tori, uh, she was one of the original Nerd of God squad from back in 2015. One of the, the first Fearsome Four. Myself, Stephen, Quentin Neff, and uh, the lovely Tori line. We, we started this podcast out and... Then she moved back to New Jersey and got married, and we never heard from her again. So it's kind of true. That's not. It's a little true. You've seen her a couple times. Well, okay. So then we we went to her wedding. I mean, we've seen her. We've seen her. We know she exists. We we have confirmation of her existence. But uh, but it is like uh, delight to have you back. Uh, as we are social distancing, I guess social distancing has in this instance brought us all closer. Yes. 
So uh, what have you been up to? Bring us up. Catch us up on the last four years. Oh, golly. Um, let's see. I got married. I uh, got a got a job. And Animal Crossing is out at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Tori, is, we have been Animal Crossing friends. And yeah. uh, she is the Michelangelo of Animal Crossing. She's magnificent. Well, thank you. I do my best. And what that is code for, I just don't do anything else. So, <laughs> so I, I was, I got, I got a, a new friend, um, Joshua Chalk. He's one of our Nerd of God Squad listeners, and I believe he's a patron. And um, Joshua Chalk invited some people on the Nerd of God Squad page, and also I think the Christian Nerds Octagon to come to his island tonight because yeah. turnips were selling for some mad bells. Yeah, I um, saw that. <laughs> so they uh, there is there's an old there's an old sow. Her name is Joan, and she sells turnip stalks on Sundays, and then you can buy them. And the prices of them go up and down. Uh, it's it's the Sal Jones stock market is exactly what it is. I love That's that. Funny. Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh! Yeah. I kid you not. Wow. Animal Crossing works on on all the pun levels, and uh, so so the, the 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 turnips were selling on his island for a ridiculous high amount of money tonight so he invited some people to come over and sell and that we did it was like a revolving door of people showing up on his island to sell for i think it was like 350 bells a turnip nice wow which is pretty high pretty high so uh got to spend some time with joshua chalk and and visit with some other friends from nerd of god squad and and sell some sell some stuff over there when i was adding him i saw i'm like man this dude has played 70 hours of animal crossing and i'm like out of curiosity before i make fun of him let me look and see how many hours I have played of Animal Crossing. I switched over and it was like 115 hours of Animal Crossing. <laughs> Tori's like, then, that's cute. And then I thought, <laughs> wait a minute, before I feel bad about myself, let me look over at Tori. Tori, do you know how many hours of Animal Crossing you've played? I am trying to pull it up right now. I've completely yeah, tell us, please. How to do that, actually. Oh, wait, no, just kidding. I don't know. Just look at your little profile. I can tell you, but, it, but it'd just be funnier hearing it from your voice. Uh, boys, we got a whopping 220 hours right now. <laughs> that is, that is almost wow. 10 days. That's almost, <laughs> that game, that game has been out for a month, <laughs> which means literally one third of the time that Jesus gave you to be alive. Oh, wow. You have given to the Nook cartel. <laughs> I, uh, I saw a meme the other day and all it said was Nintendo. Do you hate doing chores? Yes. Do you hate your job? Yes. Would you like doing both of those for a capitalist raccoon? Is it cute? It's the cutest thing you've ever seen. I'll do it for 20,000 hours. <laughs> and that's Tori's goal in life. But uh, we would love to know how many hours you've logged in at Animal Crossing, what your favorite game is, or just how the heck you're doing. The best way for you to connect with us is to find us on all the social medias. That's at Nerd of Godcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also uh, send us an email at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com or visit our blog online at nerdofgodcast.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange. Uh, Tori, can you whisper the word whimsical? Whimsical. Animated gifts with you. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> Smitty's heart. I know, but it was if, if she didn't do it, you were going to do it, and then I would throw up what I ate for dinner. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I, I was leaned into the microphone. I so. knew it. I knew it. I knew, there was a... There's a tremble in the force. Uh, you can also check out our small group on Facebook. That's Nerd of God Squad small group. It's really one of my favorite places to hang out. You can live your dreams. 
and share some memes. So, uh, so let's get into it tonight. We don't really have a plan, full disclosure. We have 12% of a plan. Well, and that's really all you need, right? Uh, I, I want to start out by asking a couple questions. So I'm going to uh, just kind of throw this out. We're going to get in the hot seat tonight. Oh, oh no. And uh, let's see who gets the question first. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I wonder where this question goes. This is going to go to Jackie. Oh, okay. Jackie, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Jackie, your question is this. What do you crave but rarely get? Ooh. So whenever I hear the word crave, my thought immediately goes to like food and I crave seafood like a lot, but mm -hmm. seafood's expensive. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good point. And most of the time you have to cook it yourself and it's still expensive. Yeah, seafood so, is not cheap. What's your favorite kind of seafood? Mm, I really like sushi, um, but I'm also not mad at like lobster or crab, which is part of the reason why I never eat it because both of those are very expensive things. Those are, those How do you guys feel about lobster and crab around the table here? So love love crab. Don't like lobster. Why not? I don't like the texture of lobster. It's too tough. But I like the I like the You've tenderness of crab. Then. It has not yeah. been cooked right for you, then, my friend. I, I I don't know. I only read it at Red Lobster. I don't. I'm not fancy. I don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't either. That, that's why you wait for Lobster Fest. Lobster, <laughs> red lobster, not a sponsor. I'm, 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 I'm like, um, I don't really, I'm not a big seafood guy. I do like me a good lobster roll though. Mm. Like when it's done really good, I do enjoy it. But my seafood is mostly sushi based I or shrimp. Like, I do like me some shrimp. Shrimp I was watching is good. a cooking show the other day and they were doing a lobster roll. It might've been John Favreau's chef show. Oh, I love and they did him. a lobster roll. Oh my goodness. It, it was like, jump up and you smack your mama good. I don't know, man. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say I actually made the uh, the pasta from Chef for dinner tonight, so I did love John Favreau. Really? I did. It's wow. delicious. Do you mind if I compromise your social distancing and swing by your house and pick some up? I mean, I'm just asking. <laughs> There's none left over. Dang it, man! I was gonna say I, I, I'm I'm clean. I have a nifty little mask um, Jack, that Jackie made me. Um, the first one was too small. The first one was it was a it was definitely a six scale mask i put it on one of my hot toys looks great still <laughs> too small though yeah that's fine uh all right let's uh actually it fits sheena well so she has used it so thank you jackie well, that's good i'm glad uh, all right question number two eeny meeny miny mo this question goes for steve-o hi steven yes what is your go-to story to impress someone that you just met oh man <laughs> I don't know. I only have like three stories. <laughs> Which ones you're going to do if you needed to if you needed to impress somebody? Oh man, I don't know. I don't know because none of my stories are that impressive. Um, I don't know. This is not a good story. And that it's time not an you got engaged. Story. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, good answer. The time I got engaged. Uh, let's use that one because that's the best story that I could ever tell. Is your fiance sitting next to you? She is not. Oh, okay. But she will listen to this. Hi. <laughs> so, Tori, Tori, this is no joke. I'm going to pause for just a second. Today is it's April 21st. Yeah. Uh, now, now, uh, aside from Christ culture, where where we live and, and breathe and have our, our being, uh, in the world, sometimes people revel in and celebrate substance abuse. And one of the manifestations of that is on April 20th, uh, a day they refer to colloquially as 420. 
And on 420, people celebrate the consumption of marijuana. They they smoke it like a cigarette. The broccoli. Right. Sometimes the they sticky, eat The sticky the weed. The Ganja. devil's lettuce. The okay. devil's lettuce. The purple urkel. Okay, I need you to calm right now. Thank you. Uh, Tori, I've missed you. Yes. <laughs> She keeps Neff and I at bay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the line is here. I must cross it. Tori, the um the who, who's flipping a coin? Oh, I was playing with a ring and it fell. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't do that. Um you, you know that we can hear you, right? Uh Tori, yesterday in my town, that is on four twenty in Animal Crossing, the hot item at the nook the nook's cranny was the pot. <laughs> They were selling, they were purchasing the pot every day. (laughs) Every day they have an item that they'll pay double for. Yesterday on 420, they were paying double for the pot. Nintendo saw an opportunity and they took it. Well, I don't know. I think it's different in everybody's village. Yeah, I think it's random, which is even more delicious. Yeah, so like um, I happen to get, of all the villages, I happen to get the one with the stoner raccoons. Even the the most impressive story you have is... The most impressive story you have is the time you proposed to somebody on a podcast. Yes. All right. All right. Good. Good stuff. <laughs> good I'm answer. impressed. Fair I'm enough. Impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, all right. Let's see. Who do we have left? Nick Sadler. Yes, sir. What is your biggest pet peeve? Steven. Oh, Steve. Oh, give me one second. Um, uh, I don't like the sound of chewing. You know, okay. I'm one of those that's people. valid. It's very real. But uh, yeah, that 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 kind of bugs me. So now your your girlfriend lives uh, like ten states away. So yeah. if she's talking to you on the phone, but she's eating, does she have to like mute her phone while she chews? Does that really, or is it cute when she does it? Uh, I have to admit, sometimes it is pretty annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Hey, he knows this. Steven, he knows Steven's this. fiance listens. We're pretty sure Jessica's given up on us. So. <laughs> I'm not sure she listens, though. He's an honest man. All right. Who do we have left? We have uh, Quentin and uh, Tori, right? And you. And me? Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, All right. Victoria. Yo. All right. Uh, What common task are you surprisingly bad at? Oh, boy. There's a list. Laundry. I'm very bad at laundry. <laughs> I kid you not, y'all, I have done the same load of laundry six times in the past three days. And it is because <laughs> every time I put it in the washer, I forget it's there until about like, I don't know, four hours later, past it gets smelly and mm-hmm. I have to dry it and then rewash it. I've done it five times. It's terrible. You, you need to put the switch down, all right? <laughs> Or set a timer on your phone. Like, yeah, I do the timers. Save hey, yourself a letter in Animal Crossing. I can, okay, so like the second time, it does I could tell the second time, like you'd be like, "Oh darn it, I've done this." But then, like the third and fourth and fifth time, you're like, "What have I? What am I doing?" It, and I always remember, like when I'm lying down in bed, I'm like, "Dang it! Well, now it's too late." <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, girl. I've been there. 
I mean, oh. I've done that, but I've not done it six yeah. times in a row. No. Okay, T- Tori, I'm going to be, this is this is a serious moment. This is an intervention, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm here for you as your friend and your pastor, okay. all right? Yes. Tori, you came to my island yesterday on Animal Crossing. Uh-huh. You, I, I wanted, I really wanted your opinion as someone that I respect and look up to as an Animal Crossing aficionado. I wanted you to, to peruse my island and give me your honest feedback. Mm-hmm. And your, your comments were glowing, and I appreciate that. But on your visit to my island, there was a couple items that you showed interest in that I gave to you. I just, I wanted to contribute. Do you remember what <laughs> one, the last item that I gave you was as you left my island? Uh, was this a washing machine? <laughs> It was. It was a washing machine, Tori. Yeah. Uh, I would suggest, this is just me, uh-huh. put that washing machine somewhere you can see it in your home in Animal Crossing <laughs> as a gentle reminder to you to use the one that's in your actual home in real life. I'll put it right in front of the entrance. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just, like, oh, why do I have to move this? <gasps> My britches! <laughs> Ironically, in Animal Crossing, Tori's clothes are pristine. I change my clothes every three hours. Don't miss it. Washing washing the clothes six times in Animal Crossing is half the fun. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my goodness. All right, Tori. Tori, you have been intervened. Uh, Quentin, you are up, my friend. Me. Who would you choose if you could spend 15 minutes with any living person? Idris Elba. Oh my gosh, that was so loud. He's got the Idris Elba. I got, I got, I got real close to the mic. I know. Well, he just had coronavirus. I don't know. Um, He's clean now. Spent 15 hours with him in 14 days. Are you telling me that Corona coronavirus would keep you away from your one true love? (laughs) Nah, fam. I love him. (laughs) Is is that is that legitimately your answer, or are you just maintaining that like old podcast? No, no, that's that's an old podcast joke. Um, I I don't know, man. I sometimes I just want to like talk to Donald Trump and be like, "Why you got to argue with the with the media people? Then he's gonna argue with you." And I know, and then it's just, I'm going to have to hug him. And then I'm going to get tackled by Secret Service, and it'll be over in five minutes instead of 15. And I've wasted my time by then. It's, uh, ooh. Suddenly, there's one thing that I want to see more than anything else in the entire world, and that is Neff hugging Donald Trump and then getting tackled by Secret Service agents. <laughs> I just, I feel like he just needs a hug. Maybe that's it. Like, he gets so much ang- anger towards him during the day that, I mean, maybe he just needs, like, you know, just to know, like, hey, I see you as a human being. I'm, I'm, I'm going to level with you here. You I'm, need I'm, some some big, fluffy, sweaty tenderness. You're, That's what you, need, you may Mr. not be President. my favorite person, but I got that Jesus love. So I got that Jesus let's love. see what happens. And I am going to hug it until it's into you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me, play, let me play some hell song in the background. Yeah, okay. And clear. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, pick a number between one and five. Tori. Three. One, two, three. Okay, this is my question then. If everybody else is gone, what would I pick if I was able to recover one item that I've lost from the past? Ooh. Yeah. Transformer toy. Yeah, honestly, that's it. Why would you say, I didn't spoil your answer, Ba Weep, Grano Weep, Nidibon. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to be your answer. I'm sorry. Well, now I feel like on principle I have to pick something different because Steven spoiled my answer. <laughs> I was going to spoil by saying another one, but I'm not going to do that to you. 
what were you gonna say? No, let's let all of you tell me about the things that I've lost. Jackie, what did, what did I lose? Didn't you give away your game system to someone? Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's let's talk about a story about little Tony. So here's a pattern in my life, okay, that has started when I was apparently in this instance in second grade, and continued through let's just say yesterday. <laughs> no, he's done now. <laughs> well, I mean, today, tomorrow is another day, right? Right. Uh, Stephen found his ring. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, it fell. And then you found it and dropped it again. Yeah. So we, um, when I was in second grade, uh, I was a very—I don't want to use the word spoiled, but I'm going to say indulged child. I really liked toys and my dad loved buying me toys and we had we had a decent amount of money for our family a, a fairly above average affluence and the benefit of being a second grade kid in the early 80s with uh, some level of affluence is that I lived in the generation that had the best action figures ever and uh, and that that manifested itself in tons of GI Joes and Masters of the Universe and Transformers and you know you name it I had it without question. And um, my favorite Transformer was Jetfire, Skyfire, Jetfire. Um, he went by both names, and he was, uh, I mean, just bad to the bone. He was the biggest, uh, the baddest, the coolest, the most advanced Transformer at, at that point that I, I even remembered having. And none of the other kids in my neighborhood had him because he was expensive and he was fancy and he was hard to find. And I remember these two kids in my neighborhood and they were begging me, oh, can we trade with you? Can we trade with you? Can we trade with you? And of course, the answer was no, no, you can't have this. This is my transformer. And eventually they just, I mean, I don't know what kind of weird little manipulation game these second graders were playing, but they wore me down and they were like, we'll give you Oreos. And now I never, I didn't like Oreos that much. I still don't care that that much for Oreos. Uh, they're okay. And, uh, but they started throwing in things like, we'll be your best friend. Anytime you come to our house, we'll, you know, we'll get you drinks and we'll get you like snacks and stuff like that and, and whatever. And finally, I don't know what it was, but it was just kind of, kind of the promise of like having their friendship and their fealty. I don't know what it was was enough that I said, okay. And I gave them that transformer. And uh, I, I regret it to this day because the value of that transformer skyrocketed. I mean, it just went through the roof and it's still one of the rare ones to find. And um, which one was it again? Jetfire or Skyfire. I think Jetfire was the name he went by um, at that time. I'm gonna look it up right now on eBay just to see what that Jetfire toy sells for. Um, it is, uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about how much he <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Don't talk this, about how much it sells for. This just makes my heart sink right now. I'm looking at the one on eBay for $595. And the thing is, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't wish that I have it right now. Like my life is fine without the, that transformer, but I wish that I didn't give it away. Mm -hmm. You know, like I wish that I didn't sell myself short. So Jackie brought up a story about a video game console. Yeah, just because it's like, look, look, let's let's abuse my insecurity, right? Uh, when I was probably young high school, there was a girl that visited us. I lived in South Carolina. She lived in Virginia, and um, we spent a couple days together. She was babysitting for my mom's friend, and they were visiting from out of town, and. Um, 
I don't know, we walked around, we hung out, we, you know, I, I just tried to be the sweetest, most attentive little friend I could, because I don't know, I just kind of had a little sweetness for her, whatever it was. And she said she liked Nintendo. And I'm like, oh, you like Nintendo? I have a Nintendo. And she's like, oh, that's so cool. I wish I had those games. So I literally unhooked my Nintendo Entertainment System, put it in a, uh, a, a, a drawstring bag, and loaded up all my games. It was probably about 45 cartridges and uh -huh. put it all in there. And uh, I'm like, why don't you just take it? I want you to have it. And she was like, no, 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 you can't do it. I'm like, I want you to have it. Mm. And she took it. And then went back to Virginia, and that was the last I saw her or talked to her ever. <laughs> I don't know what I hoped to leverage that moment for. A smooch, favor, uh, a lifetime prearranged nuptial agreement. I don't know what I was hoping to get out of that, but 14-year-old me made a poor trade. And I think it was just out of like this position of insecurity. What is... um. What's something that you have you ever found yourself in a position where you did something because you wanted someone to like you, even though it wasn't what you wanted to do? I'm trying to pick a moment <laughs> out of the many. Out of eh, yeah, I don't know if it's like a, a compromising of values or just like yeah, I, I probably should have done that or I wouldn't have ordinarily done it. But um, you know, what are the things that we do because we want people to like us? Well, there was definitely times in like middle school when. I would like go along with what I thought the cool crowd was and like pick on somebody or like not accept somebody uh, just because nobody else did. Um, and like, it was stupid, but I thought like, Hey, you know, like if these, if these kids who I aspire to be friends with because they're quote unquote cool and I'm not, um, you know, if, if I'm like them, then maybe they'll accept me as one of them. And so like, I was mean to, you know, a kid or two, uh, which was not cool, and especially since I was like bullied, like I was a, I got bullied all throughout middle school, so I should not have then turned around and you know did the same thing to somebody just because I wanted to be accepted. Yeah. Anybody else? I think one of the major things that I um, end up giving into for sure is joining in to like gossip. Um, if you know, if part of the group is complaining about someone, and I'm eager to be part of the group I will also complain about that person or wow, that yeah. kind of thing and I definitely like and of course I only catch myself later I'm like wow that was actually pretty crappy what I did and not a good testimony at all and so I have the that's something I'm still learning like all the time that's a hard one for me yeah that's definitely you know that's definitely a tough one you know it's so easy to kind of jump in and make fun I'll, I'll uh, another story that uh, when I was in middle school there was a kid that was on my bus and his name was Brad and and Brad was the only kid that lived on my street and um, we were he was goofy and he was weird but he was kind of a nerd and and I was kind of a nerd and we just sort of enjoyed hanging out with each other and he was really into computers way more than I was but I liked listening to him talk about computers and stuff like that again he was the only kid in my neighborhood so he was kind of all we had. We lived in Virginia and it was just like a, uh, a spread out area. Actually, this was, we lived in the same town of Virginia that a girl came from that took my Nintendo um, story for another time. Mm. But um, we, Brad used to get made fun of on the bus a lot. And the other kids would call him, you know, just nasty things. They would say, Oh, Brad's gay. They would say uh, they would call him Barbie. They would just whatever. And, um, boy, those kids on the bus were so mean and they were so cruel and heartless. And I remember one time just jumping in with them and making fun of Brad because 
it was so much easier than having them make fun of me. It was like, if I'm on their side, then, you know, then, uh, then I'm not the one getting shot at. And after, when he looked at me, when I started like making fun of him, like there was such pain in his eyes. I mean, it killed me. It ripped my heart to shreds. I knew I was wrong right then. And uh, boy, that was awful. That was awful. But I just wanted, I wanted them to like me or just at least not, not like me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a, like a, a guild, I guess, in Final Fantasy fourteen, and it's difficult to not like if someone is is either playing poorly or or trying to lead others, and they're doing a poor job. Um, it's difficult to not like just kind of complain instead of go to them and like talk to them because you know everybody else is complaining about them currently, and it's it's definitely hard not to like try and fit in with that sort of conversation and banter. Yeah. And, you know, we should be beyond that as Christians, but that that's not an uncommon element in church culture either. Mm-hmm. People criticize other people or look down on other people. Why do, why do people do that? I think a lot of people, you mentioned something yesterday in passing, and uh, I think at the time it was like a joke, but you, you have a good point. Um, you said that we were talking about time traveling and, and Animal Crossing, and you yeah. made the comment that, you know, uh, people justify things all the time. I think especially our age group, just like puts it on their category of like venting like well i'm just venting about that person it's like well no you're not you're talking you know trash about them and it's really mean but because you have to get it off your chest it's okay now and like you know that's obviously not true and it's yeah. difficult to yeah it, it is easy about. to justify steven what do you think man I think a lot of it is also um, trying to hide or mask your own insecurities yeah. or your own, like, uh, where you don't measure up, especially, like, in the Christian community, especially, like, if if you have, like, this one thing that you struggle with or this one thing that uh, you're not doing as well as you would like, but you see somebody else that's doing worse or, or not doing well either, it's easy to make yourself feel better about it if you have somebody else to point at. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I agree. Jackie, what do you think? I think also, like, we are in a time and age in society where, like, that kind of talk is just so normal, especially, like, when you think about social media. Uh, being home a lot more now, I have had a lot more time to peruse social media, and man, some people just... <laughs> they just what a delight, right? <laughs> what a delight. Like, I, I have to, like, hold back because, like, in my heart, like, I want to be able to, like, talk to people but like there's no point in getting into any kind of argument on the internet you're just wasting your time like it's there's just so much stuff and people just get so caught up in their opinion and what they think is right that like it it just kind of becomes toxic and like I can see why people don't like social media and that so this is the thing like Jackie on on social media if, if you especially in fandom you might have a different opinion about a movie mm-hmm. than I do, or a book, or a video game. Hey, do you like Animal Crossing? I love Animal Crossing. Do you like Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing sucks. Like, it's like okay, well. well, you don't you don't necessarily like it. Yeah. But but people then will take that to the next level and say, well, if you like it, then you suck. You know? Yeah. If, if you if if I play PlayStation and you play Xbox, you suck. You know? Like you're and 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 they'll turn that into. But all that is, you're exactly right. People mask their own insecurity with. Um, by, by putting other people down, yeah. it art- artificially elevates themselves, I think. Mm-hmm. Nick, you ever feel insecure about anything? Um, sometimes. 
What what in the world do you have to feel insecure about? Um, I don't know. When people I call was... you out, people call you out in the middle of a podcast recording and just make you talk <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> no, I mean I I have been picked on. I was picked on uh, when I was in middle school and stuff, and it was all stupid things, but I tried to forget most of it. So what did you do to kind of, uh, you, did you forget it? Did, I mean, did, did Mama Sadler come in and, and encourage you in the Lord? And, and, and I'm not making a joke there. Did she come in and kind of, you know, bolster you and say, you know, here's, here's the real truth, you know, Nicholas? Um, I don't know. I was always, I was very lucky. My, both of my parents both encouraged any, anything that I decided to do. So I didn't really have any issue there, but I don't know. I usually was pretty secure i just i i just hated being picked on i was the weird kid the quiet one (laughs) well you're still weird and quiet it's just you're surrounded by people who appreciate that and love you for it now Mm -hmm. right yeah so (laughs) so, uh, and maybe that's the thing it's not so much like changing who we are it's just getting where we fit right yeah yeah That's my favorite thing about the Nerd of Godcast. That's my favorite thing about this community that we get to be a part of, and not just us, but all the other Christian slash nerd podcasts that are out there. This, there's so many great forums uh, between like us and, and the Christian nerd, and, and there's just a myriad of others where people can come together, and they don't have to necessarily fit into the mold of this is what's right, or this is what's cool, or this is what... We can be weird and quirky and awkward and all those things and still know that God loves us just as we are that God made us just as we are and and it's okay if we don't have all the things or look like all the things or talk like all the things or if we're more comfortable just sort of being quiet and reading than being up in front of everybody and hey hey you know because God loves us and he made us like that right yeah what would you what would you say to someone if they were that 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 when you look at like Jackie, I know this is something that your heart just kind of draws itself to. When you're talking to a teenager mm-hmm. that you know needs, craves, you know, your question tonight was, "What's something you crave that you still don't get?" They crave that affirmation. They crave that that uh, that sense of "I'm okay." What do you say to them? What do you speak to them that to, to encourage them? I mean, it really. It really varies, like, situation to situation. So, like, I'll use the vague example of one of the students that, like, I've I've gotten really close to. Um, she's a senior this year in high school, so, like, there's a lot going on. And I remember when I was a senior, how stressed I was um, trying to figure out what I was going to do next, how I was going to apply to college. Because when I was a senior, no one in my family had gone to college so I like I don't know the process I don't know what I'm supposed to do like what what classes am I supposed to take so I've sat down with her and I've encouraged her and let her know that like hey like this might seem really crazy and overwhelming but I promise you like once you like get past that hump once you start taking those steps forward it just it's like a snowball it just kind of keeps going and getting better and then once you get over that hump you'll realize wow this wasn't this wasn't that bad after all. Like I can do this, and I've sure. I've, I've sat down. I've helped her out um, with like mapping certain things out. I've reached out to people who I know who are in the field that she's interested in, um, that kind of thing. So it just really varies like situation to situation. Like kind of affirming them and in their interests and helping them in 
whatever ways that I can. So uh, let me just be straight with you. That does not answer the question that I asked, but at the same time, it does answer the question that I asked. See, I'm talking about that emotional void that they have. I'm talking about that feeling of like insecurity of their own personal worth. And while you approached it from a, how can I help you manage your circumstances and how can I help you have the confidence in, in your decision-making your plans, you didn't necessarily address that kind of inner emptiness. However, by taking that time and showing an interest and investing yourself in their life, you actually did because it wasn't about the things that you could say to them to make those problems yeah. better. It was the interest and the love and the time that you spent with them that showed them their worth, mm -hmm. that showed them their value. Yeah, and and so something that I, I mention a lot is that like I, I am not qualified to be a therapist. I'm not qualified in, in any sense of the word, but like when I say things get better, I know they do, even when it doesn't feel like that. And so my my idea when i'm talking with the teenagers is that i want to be able to have that like connection with them and that relationship with them to where when it comes to those moments that i do have to give that encouragement it carries more weight in their life as opposed to just saying you're going to be okay like and this is why because i know they're going to be okay i know that god loves them and deep down they know that god loves them but sometimes they just need to hear it from someone else and from someone yeah. else who has that weight and that gravity in their lives but I like that walking out process that you're talking about because then they're not just hearing it. Then over time, they're seeing it and believing it. Yeah. They're believing I'm worth the investment. I'm worth the time that you're going to spend in me. Mm -hmm. uh, for, for the rest of you guys, what, what do you think? Do you think that, that that sense of, boy, I just really need someone to love me and value me, do you think that's uh, circumstantial? Do you think it's spiritual? Where do you think that comes from, that feeling of insecurity, that feeling of, am I good enough? I, I think everybody at some point in time has that feeling because ultimately we're all missing something and that's something you know is, is God and God's love for us and you know accepting what Jesus did for us on the cross but I think part part of it can be like enhanced uh, based on like how you because how you grew up because I know for a long time for me I um, knew that I was missing something, even though I was, I had, you know, friends that I was really close to. I had, you know, uh, at one time, you know, a pretty good family. And even though that kind of dissolved, like I, I, there was always something that I knew was missing. Hmm. I just never knew what it was until I started going to youth group. And then I realized, Oh no, this is, this is what I have been looking for. And I tried to fill it with, you know, with acceptance from other people with, uh, you know, trying to numb it, you know, with, you know, different substances and, and what have you. But like now I know what I've been missing and it's one of those things where um, it was having somebody tell me that but also having people invest in me with often authentic love and care yeah. and not just like you know what can I do for you so I look better it's like what can I do for you so that way you can be better that's good that's good hey uh, do you guys know Steven well enough he's been on this show real quick is Steven perfect no. no one is. No. Yeah. No, but let's specifically talk about Stephen's imperfections. Let's talk about all the things. <laughs> let's uh, let's just kind of name and catalog some of the different things that are whether it's personality deficiencies, mental, intellectual uh, lack, or or e even some of his you know physical areas maybe where he's not a hundred percent. Let's just catalog all the things that's wrong with Stephen right now. Let's see. Uh, so who wants to uh, who wants to start? 
Yeah, nobody's gonna take that. I'm just kidding. Are we really doing this? No, 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 no. Oh, I was looking forward to see what y'all were gonna say. Sometimes you see, I get a clicking noise in my jaw when I eat. No, because ultimately, God has given somebody to answer that, and you know what God speaks about you is the most important thing. And then Stephen, God gave you someone in your life that, like, I talked to your fiance. Her name is Brittany, and she is from all accounts, a pretty intelligent and put together young lady. You know, she's not stupid. No, she's not. She's not like, (laughs) I don't know. Like you, you, when you just look at her, the thumbnail of her life is just like, yeah, she's, she's a pretty intelligent and, and well understanding of the world young lady. And yet she looks at you and just thinks that you are the greatest thing she's ever seen. She thinks that you're the funniest person on the show. She thinks that you're the smartest person. She thinks that you're that, the, the, the hottest person that she knows. <laughs> See, and I didn't even have to, to set Jackie up. She started laughing when, no, when I said that. I'm laughing because I think it's so sweet. Like, not because I think it's funny. I just, I I know she loves Steven a lot. Yeah. And I yeah, love that. We all know that. And it's really, it's it's just, it's like, it's so anno- annoying. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> I love it. But no, it, it's a good thing, Stephen. It's a good thing, and and I would never tell her like if I sat down and told her all the things. If we went through this podcast and I said, "All right, everybody, let's talk about all the things that are wrong with Stephen," do you think that she would listen to this show and at the end like go, "You know what? I really rethought some things. Apparently, I'm engaged to a troll." Do you think? <laughs> no. Could we? Do, could we change? Could we change her mind, Stephen? Do you think? Oh, absolutely not! Absolutely not, and I and it reminds me of, of Song of Solomon four seven, which is a just a great analogy of of God and us. When he when the, the statement is made, "You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you." It reminds me of that uh, that terrible British Christmas movie uh, where the guy stands outside Kira Knightley's door with a sign that says, "To me, you are perfect." That's what God is speaking to you today. God is looking at you. And he knows you're a troll. All of you. All of, he, he knows the way your mind thinks. He knows what you do when nobody else is looking. He knows the things that you've said when, when you didn't think anybody was holding you accountable for it. He knows when you time travel on Animal Crossing, you filthy cheater. Hey! Uh, <laughs> Wait, Tori time travels on Animal Crossing? Yeah, she's a regular Marty McFly. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah. God speaks to us and says, you are altogether beautiful, my love. I praise you. We can respond to God because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. This is the kind of love that the Father has given to us. This is that we are the children of God. We we look at our, our lives and we see all of the things that we fail at. And God looks at us and he sees nothing but our potential he sees nothing but but our, the the grace that he's given us, and by golly, that's got to be worth something. So stop that. giving away, stop giving away your transformers. <laughs> stop giving away the precious things in your life. You know how many people have given away their their holiness, they've given away their purity, they've given away the the, the sanctity of their lives for a moment of acceptance, when God is waiting there accepting us the whole time. That's just my thought for tonight. I hope I hope that's something that encourages you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Like Amen. It. Tori Line, tell us something beautiful. Tori Jones, I'm sorry. Tell <laughs> us something beautiful and wonderful. Inspire us on our way out the door tonight. Hmm. Inspiring. 
or witty or amusing. I'll take anything. <laughs> anything but waffling around, right? Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know, dude. You can't put me on a spot like this. Tori, tell Tori, tell me, tell me a, a deep truth of life that Animal Crossing has taught you. Oh, this is uh from. <laughs> okay. Let me, I want to get the quote right. Hold on. It's a quote. It's very good. Give me a second. You can cut it out, right? You just cut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, none of this will ever happen. <laughs> Held to use time travel to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Steven just guaranteed that this will happen. <laughs> okay, no matter what, just remember that bad times are just times that are bad. Mm. I like that. Very nice. Where's where's that from? That is from the fortune teller Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Man, I thought I was getting inspired with it, but it's just devil worship. <laughs> I got a I popped a balloon on Animal Crossing and got a fortune teller set and I went I didn't even sell it for bells. I put it straight in the garbage. <laughs> I said, I have no time for the occult on my little island. No sir, no, we rebuke this in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Uh, if you guys, uh, if you want to follow Tori online, Tori, where can people see all your fun stuff? Oh golly, I haven't posted anything in a while. Um, I am okay. Mochi Mori Studios on Instagram. M O C H I M O R I. Yes, sir. I think it's Studio Singular. It might be Studios Plural. Who knows? Not me, apparently. <laughs> it's uh, Singular. And- one studio. Uh, do you do you do commissions? If if people want like a, a picture of something, they can they request that from you? No, I am terrified of customers right now. So that's all right. <laughs> so we so we are gonna get her over this level of insecurity by <laughs> pummeling her with customers. So what, whatever, Tori, Tori, real quick. No, let's be honest. You're a businesswoman. How much if I wanted a custom drawing of a Nintendo character that I love or something like that? How much would that cost me? Uh, uh, no, I mean, want... me being not not like the friend price of Mimi, but like the, a general person. Sure, you want it like colored? Yeah, why not? Uh, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks for yeah. the first person that sends a request to Tori, and and requests a custom work of art of your favorite Nintendo character. The Nerd of Godcast is going to pay for that for you for the very first person that sends <laughs> that. We are going to cover that as a promotional expense for you and as a motivational uh, tool for Tori. Tori, put down the switch and pick up your pen. It's time to flex. Pick up your with tablet. The That's right. All right, Tony. Is, is that acceptable? That is. I accept these terms. Yes. All right. Ooh. Beautiful. Sorry. What in the world was that? That was uh, my computer telling me I got a text message. All right. I was well, accepting uh, a term sound. Well, you <laughs> you know what that chime means. It means that time is up tonight. <laughs> Uh, Tori, we're so thankful that uh, that you get to hang out with us tonight. We really appreciate having you here, and uh, and we love you with all our heart. We miss the heck out of you. Mm-hmm. I am grateful and honored to be here, and I love you all very much and miss you every day, all the time. You guys are well, wonderful. We were going to make uh, a special Animal Crossing-themed announcement tonight, but I can't do it without Lee Smotty since it was actually her idea. So uh, look for something special online this week. Uh, and we're going, if, you're, if you play Animal Crossing New Horizons on the Switch, uh, we're going to be making a Nerd of Godcast announcement I think you're going to enjoy. So, uh, so this will be something fun for you. But uh, also, if you, have you guys, did you guys see that we have our, uh, our uh, Not Another Quarantine movie uh, posted? 
Yes, I saw that. Our review of Willow is up. Next, we're going to be reviewing oh. Flight, of the, Flight of the Navigator. Compliance. Compliance. So, uh, so if you guys haven't, you can watch those movies on Disney Plus and then listen to our reviews of them, of old, nerdy, sci-fi, fantasy movies on Not Another Quarantine Movie. You can find that on our Nerd of Godcast feed. Uh, for the Nerd of Godcast, Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye, everybody. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Quentin, uh, you owe your sister a quarter. <laughs> Quentin Gregory Neff. Words of affirmation. Nicholas, by God, Sadler. Goodbye. And for, when you say that, it sounds like I'm logging off of America Online. <laughs> Goodbye. Can you say you got mail real quick? Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> uh, you've got mail. There it is! <laughs> and America's favorite Jersey girl, the lovely Tory Line Dash Jones. Have a good night, guys. We love you. We bless you. Until next time, we ain't gotta go home. Uh, but we can't stay, stay here. here. Fantastic. Garbage. It's all no, we'll get one time. When we get back together, it's gonna be so good, you guys. It's gonna be crispy. <laughs>Tori, thank you for joining us tonight, my friend. Thank you for having me. So it's way, uh, way shorter than our old shows and way earlier than our old shows. Really? I like it. Do, do you remember when we used to film these, we used to record these things at like 1130 at night and go for two and a half hours? No, oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I looked down at my phone for the split second, the important part of what you said. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to me all the time. Uh,